This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter attack. Forestieri. We'll go across and find out whether Uncle Ron has, is, has locked himself in the toilet again or if he's able to ring from the normal parts of his house. How are you doing, Uncle? Uh, I'm not in the toilet, Peter. Oh, it's very very echoey still. It's a bit of an echo, isn't there, actually? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's your... Yeah. No problem. So, come on then, sir. What, what were you thinking about both halves? What do you think about the new players that we got to see a bit more of today and anything else that you'd like to say? Uh, I think I'm going to say Bilic out and he's got to go tonight and I, I you know I don't really care about you know the penalty decision possibly a bit unlucky it's all irrelevant uh Bakuna shouldn't be playing professional football still so why he was named and allowed to be on the field for so long all on Billich he's far worse than Rob Edwards and I will give the caveat if we were a normal club um perhaps he shouldn't be sacked but we're not a normal club if there was any intention to build something to have a long-term manager, Rob Edwards would still be in charge. And he's doing a fantastic job at Luton. But if the model will not change, and it won't, then why keep a failing manager? Sack him. It is ridiculous. Why do people want him to stay? Reading are a terrible, terrible team. And they are allowed to come back. So why do people want Billich to stay? There's no discernible style. He's not getting it right tactically, and we could easily slip out the playoffs. So please tell me why anyone wants Village to stay. Rob Edwards was trying to create a culture. He was disgracefully treated, but that, that, that's happened. And the owner of Watford Football Club does not want a long-term manager. If you don't want a long-term manager and your current head coach is failing, why keep him? I'd love to know why anyone would want to keep him, given who the owner of Watford Football Club is. 
So it's not just the fact that it's Billich, it's Billich within the model that we currently have that Gino kind of uh, went back to by, by sacking Rob Edwards. You can't see that there's any point in there. And yeah, Bakuna was an interesting one. I didn't think he was so bad in the first 25 minutes, but then it kind of, he kind of just drifted away and Chowdhury seemed to be covering an awful lot of ground on his behalf as, as I saw it. And I was surprised that Kone didn't get on get on sooner. All of the, all of the substitutions were very attacking. Did that upset the balance? Because they came just before the penalty. What did, what did you think of uh, of Arosh? Because I thought we actually had some movement from the forward line today that we hadn't seen previously. Were there were there some positives from the team and the squad perspective? No, no you're right. Arosh did, did well, um, but he was running out of fitness. I thought Porteous looked very good. But it, we didn't hang on to a 2-0 lead against Reading, who are very poor for this division. So that's all that matters. The results are not good enough under Billich. And given the model, he should be sacked. I don't know why anyone wants to keep him. We could easily slip out of the playoffs. Right. There we go. There we go. Thank you, Uncle. Excellent as always in terms of being forthright, coming forward and saying exactly what he thinks. Now, you can agree. You can disagree with it and you can say it there or you can come on here and say what you think and agree or disagree with and or what you think because that's this is the place for that. That's the important stuff. That's the important stuff to find out exactly what you all think. Doesn't really matter a jot what we do. Let's go to Jack in Virginia. We're starting with two international calls, two US based calls. Jack, how are you doing, sir? If you hit the mic button and you can come on along, let us know what you thought of the game. Well, Watford, if I uh, am correct, brand themselves as the original family club. We do. And unfortunately, we've taken that a little bit too far because the players seem to think that uh, sharing is caring and sportsmanship and, oh, we don't want the other team to be sad. I'd like to be a parent for just a moment here. Eat your bloody food. Reading sat there waiting for us to solve their little puzzle in midfield. And we did in the 30th minute. And then uh, I thought we had a chance in the you know 15 minutes after that to really pounce. I was a little disappointed we didn't get the first or the second goal before the halftime whistle. And then when we did uh, after halftime at the 48th, 48th minute or so, I thought, well, that's just going to be it. We're going to keep driving and score, you know, maybe two or three more. But no, at this point, I said last week, it is uh, mostly on the players, but uh, mea culpa, Uncle Ron, you were right. Billich has been infected with this too. He can piss off. Ooh, a, a lack of love for the current incumbent. We've seen this before. A lot of people have said, it does that talk to our sense of entitlement in terms of saying, well, we haven't won. We've gone through a tricky patch. Should we be asking for the manager to go straight away? Is that, you know, are we not just buying into Gino's uh, uh, model all, all the same? And if we are, we are. It's just, you know, you see, do you see it as the time for, uh, for, for us to be questioning Billich again then? Because last week you were, you were sort of on the, on, on the fence. Sounds like you're coming down one, one side or the other. No, I think I think I am firmly billich out at this point. I mean, again, there are a thousand problems to be solved, but he is one of them. Get rid, clean house, and uh, I, I don't see us pushing for the playoffs at this point. Wow, wow, 
Well, yeah. I mean, the the thing is, is as we know, the playoff positions are incredibly competitive this season. The the the, the championship is so condensed, and it's going to take a you know a club to get on not that long a run to be able to push into that. And uh, we mentioned earlier on our friends up the up the road. Hello there, by the way. Of course, of course, they're listening. We've lost. Hello there. Who have been on a on an excellent run, you know, under a manager that uh, well, I was going to say we know well. We only saw him for about eleven games, but. It doesn't take that much to get in there, but we do need to show signs of the, of being able to do that. We're not really doing that at all, are we? Jack, sir, yeah. love having you, sir. He's a regular there. What I need next time you ring in, sir, I need a number from you. Go and have a look on the uh, the do not scratch your eyes dot um, com website and let us know what we can put you in a squad number, and we'll get your squad shirt up on the up on there because uh, this is an excellent regular calling, and we like this very very much indeed. Right, let's go across to. Uh, uh, somebody we 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 speak to quite a lot uh, in the midweek, um, or well, yesterday and Thursday we released uh, the review of January, and then yesterday came out our review of the transfer window, which incorporated the wonderful Mister Ian Bacon and also regular uh, friend to the show, uh, Greg Wendover Hornet. Um, Greg, I believe you are you uh, are you free of the uh, of the car parking situation at Reading? No, I can't hear Greg there, so. Uh, Greg, I'm going to pop you, uh, I'm going to remove you, and then you can uh, come back in again if you can a little bit later. Let's, in the meantime, then go to uh, WFC George. Let's add add you in, George, and then I'll come to Rich in a little while. Obviously, get your requests in. uh, But, you know, you've heard people, we've had two callers so far. Both have been, um, you know, basically calling for Billich to, you know, to, to go if he's not able to come in and get results and or manage games during the game. All of the all of the uh, substitutions that were made were, were all on the really pretty much on the attacking line, with the exception of Kone. Did Kone's substitution or his inclusion come late? You let us know. You let us know what you think. Uh, let's go to George, sir. George, hit your mic button and uh, and let us know your thoughts, sir. Hello. Um, I'm just going to keep it short, really, because obviously it. everyone wants Billick out. I think people seem to be forgetting the injury list we have and the fact that it seems to be a recurring theme here where we always blame the manager and then we're always we're, then we're always blaming the owners for saying, oh, we never stick to a manager, blah, 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 like all that. And uh, it's just a bit stupid. Like, had a Sombolonga not have celebrated to make it 3-1, this would be a completely different conversation. Absolutely. And it's just a bit silly that we've got fans saying that he needs to, that Billick needs to go. Yes, his man management's been a bit rubbish recently, but when you've got an injury list of a few fucking thousand, if you excuse my language, what do you expect him to do, really? Uh, at the minute, I don't see us being in playoffs. If we did get the playoffs, we'd get absolutely battered. If we, were, if we got promoted, we'd have no chance. So I don't know why everyone's so bothered, because if you sat the manager, it's just going to go full loop again. And we'll be back here in June saying what went wrong. So we're now sitting, what, sixth in, like sixth in the league? We're three points off our rivals with a game in hand, so we could be potentially six points off them. So don't blame the manager, blame the owners. Like, this is their problem. So I don't know what everyone's expecting at the minute. Okay, so there we go. There's a voice of uh, patience and saying, no, don't don't judge the manager. In terms of the individual players who came in, obviously we just had the transfer window. I reference we were kind of talking about various things through that. Who did you pick out today for you know for, from from the newbies, if you will, that were the that were that were positives from your point of view? Because it, it wasn't a game where we didn't have some positives to pick out. I think today, I think there was a lot of it. And you're quite right; we can't just get caught up in in the result at the end. But obviously, we've had people say for and against. What did you think were the positives today? 
I didn't really watch the game, but from seeing what I've seen on Twitter and all the goals that we scored, like the two goals we scored, I like I like the look of Pateas. I like what fans are saying about him. I think it's a breath of fresh air in that in that defence. I could be wrong next week. He could have an absolute howler. We'll see. I like the fact that Paul Teos is also having a go at Kamara for his mistakes late on, which then led up to the equaliser. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just a bit. It's, it's an extra. It's an extra bit of leadership that we've been looking out for. But um, yeah, apart from that, I quite like the look of Porteus. Very good. Okay, no, that's good. Porteus has got it. And I don't know, if, is it Porteus or is it Pateus? Who knows? I don't know yet. Let us know what you think. We've got one vote for Pateus. I think, I don't know which one it is. Let us know in, in terms of how you all think we should pronounce. But uh, George, they're saying, no, it's the problem is the ownership. It's not the manager. So give him time, get off his back, support the team, et cetera, et cetera. Right, let's go to, uh, let me just quickly add in Justin. Coming in as Classic TV, just if you hit your uh, your your, your mic button, sir. Hello, sir. Yes. How, are we do- how are we doing? You've been having fun technically. Yeah, I don't think um, I've set this to record. So I've just gone to record the live sound into my laptop, which means I've had to come in on a different account. So hello, everybody. Uh, how are we? Um, yeah. We, yeah. We are, as you'd expect, I think. But uh, Yeah. We, well, so- Look, I think there's some positives to take out of that. I think Porteous, as I'm going to call him, um, I thought he had a good game and I I think he's going to look like a good player for us. So that was really, really good. It's nice to see Jao Pedro back on the pitch. However, when you're going to snatch a draw from the jewels of victory, that's always going to be a bit crap. I think that their penalty turned the game around. We totally lost momentum after their penalty. Not sure why Sombolonga thought he was going to try and claim that goal. If he'd have just run with Martins, that might have been given rather than running in two different directions. So 3-1 turns into 2-2. I feel a bit hard done by, to be honest, Peter. I think Reading played really well after their from their penalty onwards, but got to feel a bit hard done by when you two nil up and then you you end up walking off to all. So yeah, not a great day really. Well, as ever, I mean, in the in the second half, I listened to the uh, as, as as regular listeners will know, I like to listen to the uh, the Reading commentary, which was excellent. It was like Statler and Waldorf. They were they were moaning continually, and everything was wrong with the world. Yao yeah. and Mete should be on. Everything's dreadful. Why are we doing this? And then they scored. <laughs> they got the goal, and suddenly it was like, oh, we're going to win. We're going to win. And it was oh no, it was it was the kind of thing that. Uh, that drives you mental for about 10 minutes and then you look back on and smile, but it is one of those. But uh, some of us weren't watching the game on relays of it from uh, from the Reading TV lot. Some of us were there, weren't we, Carl? We were. We were indeed, yes. Um, I'm already out the car park. Fucking useless Reading fans. Absolute <laughs> jokers. Nobody here again, as per usual. What a joke of a club. I Don't even get me started on the referee. That'll come in a second. But where do I start to the, today? Um, I'm absolutely apoplectic about what I've just seen. And, I, and I'm already seeing as I'm coming out the ground, people calling for the manager's head. Are you fucking mental? I mean, it's your opinion. I'll give you that. But what's up with people? I, I, I don't understand it. What decision or, or, or what benefit is it to change the manager now just after what we've seen? I, I do not understand people's mentality. Justin's right. I just I just caught the end of, of what Justin said there. There's, there. There are a few positives. Porteous or Porto. I'll add, I'll add a third in there. Ooh, Porto. Porto. There you go, people. Go on. Yeah. He, he's he's put an armband, put an armband on his... On his, uh, on his Oh look! Someone's stuck in the car park. Can you hear that? Oh, that poor fucker. That that'll oh, probably dear. be Ian Bacon. We know this from. Uh, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Could be. Yeah, he's an angry man. Ian behind the wheel, allegedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Put put a captain's armband on him. He was um, he was pointing, speaking, 
all through the game. Absolute. Um, wow. I'll give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. I have to Sorry. say, this is the best. This is the best in-car commentary since since we saw. <laughs> si- Fucking knobhead. <laughs> Is that Jason? <laughs> that is Jason. Yes, I, he's behind the wheel. I, I can yes, that's, our, that's 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 our that's our right. Uh, the, the normally calm, you know, placid Jason has has been <laughs> infused by a fucking mentalist on a on a horn in the car park. I'll be honest with you. But, I'll be honest with you. It's no horse bite, but it's bloody close. This no, is very good. It's close, isn't this, it? Yeah, this, no, but, no, it's good. This is this is this is actually. <laughs> I have to say, this is pushing oh, Pete wow. Fincham declining a taxi ride for us. That's good. So come on, then, Carl. Back to us. Yes. <laughs> the Reading fans were pretty absent, weren't they? they? Uh, absent again, yeah. I, I don't know if that's normality or if it's just a big, when Watford come down, I'm not, I'm not too sure. But yeah, they were. You know, if my, if, if my club ever turned into this, where you've got this shiny new stadium, palace, whatever it is, and, and, and that's the, the future of, of football, do you know what? I'd rather watch lower league football. Because, you know, people might take the piss out of Vicarage Road for, for whatever reason. It's a brilliant stadium. But my God, it, it's a million times better than what I've seen today. Don't don't ever move from Vicarage Road if, the, if this is the future. I promise you that. I want to know how Hirosh got, didn't want to... What do you want to know, Jason? You tell... Ask yeah, the people. come on, Jason. Talk to I us. I want to know how Hirosh... Yeah didn't get a free kick at all when he was assaulted. He was for assaulted. Whole, for the whole game. He was assaulted all game. Harosh was... A, uh, that's uh, Again, we've, we're probably fucking that pronunciation up, but we're going for it. Harosh was um, assaulted all, all afternoon and he got nothing out of that referee. The, the refereeing in this division is becoming... Well, I mean, it was already shite, but it's becoming absolutely fucking horrific now today 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 we saw a goalkeeper basically tell a linesman what the decision was i witnessed it i saw the goalkeeper go to the linesman and somehow the linesman changed his decision changed did the re- longer touch it did he touch it because uh, i can't yeah tell. he did yeah 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 he, did he, did. Touch he touched it. it yeah yeah it was a somber, it was a song along uh, i can't even say his name so i'm not even going to fucking try yeah he touched it We've come away from this. It does feel like a defeat, and I and I get everyone's down. But you know, there was you you said it a, a second ago, Justin. There's there's so many positives to take out of that today, but it's just not been our day, unfortunately. And we we've we've come away from you know I was celebrating a three-one scoreline, and all of a sudden I'm I'm standing there going, "Fuck me, it's two-two. What's happened here? Bizarre. That's yeah. football, isn't it? That's football. Yeah. I mean, there was also that little tear up at the end, which was all a bit ambaggy. Yeah. Thing. Chowdhury looks a little bit as if he'd lost his head there. How he stayed on the pitch, I don't know. Mm. I thought he was going to get red carded there. But this, yeah, the, the calling for Billich thing, I think, is just silly, really. It's to keep blaming the manager for things you, like this. You it's, can't. It's, I just, you know, and there's, there's, there's people that, there's people that we, you know, that, that we speak to regularly, you know, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll say it to him. I don't think he's on here yet, but, you know, Uncle Ron, he, he's on Twitter it, calling for He's already done he's it. Already, yeah. Oh, has he already been on? Have I missed him? Well, thank fuck yeah. for that. Because, you know, <laughs> I, I, I I respect Ron for for the for the person that he is, and you know he, I respect it's his opinion. But what what what's out there, Ron? Who's who's going to come in and take take charge? Who's next? Who do, who else takes this club forward? You know, Billich, Billich is a manager that, if if given the chance and the opportunity, might do something. Is it the ownership again? You know, you come down to that. Is it the well, is it the players that he's been given? It's one of them days, isn't it? It's one of them days. A load of new players. You know, a, a crappy decision that could have had us three one up. 
Um, well, maybe it wasn't a bad decision if a Samba Longa actually touched it. You know, it was just one of them days. And there's not, it, I don't think there's anything that Bilic could have done different. No, no. To I'm, have made a different result. You, can't, you just, can't blame the manager. You know, he's done everything he can today. And the, the players, for, for my opinion, were, were, were decent for, for periods of the game. Again, as soon as that penalty was given, their bottle went simple as that. They, they, they lost their bottle, you know, their knees went. And it, it was kind of written in the stars that we weren't going to get three points today. But hey, hey, we're, uh, we're nearly out of Reading, thank fuck. So uh, I'll bid you guys a, a, uh, a bon voyage. Well, and there's one other thing, by the way, that this time last year, Roy Hodgson took his very first game as Watford <laughs> manager. You know, we're a lot better off than we, we are. were then. So, so, so this time last year, I was um, I was absolutely smashing the internet with my um, Salt Bay thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Saying? Well, probably. <laughs> no, that was a bit earlier in the season than that, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, look, this, this time last year, we couldn't, we couldn't get a point. Yeah. We couldn't win a game. And we had some shit football to watch and a manager that just didn't look like he cared. So we're much better off at, at, at the moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Guys, I'll, I'll, I'll stay listening, but uh, yeah, enjoy your evening. Cheers, fella. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there, go, there goes Carl with uh, with Sweary Jason. Yes, I love I love all the in-car commentary. That's always a joy. Um, as I say, Pete Fincham declining a taxi ride um, on the basis that he wasn't a taxi the other day. That was a high point. I enjoyed that very much. Hi, this is Nigel Gibbs, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's see if we can get Wendover back on. Mal, Boyd, and, uh, and and Rich, I'll be coming to you. Sam, coming to you as well very shortly. So, Greg, I'd say you're somewhere near the A404. Am I not? No, I am still in the Reading car park. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I, uh, I parked in a prepaid Reading car park this time, and it's obviously the bad one because I'm still stuck here, and I'm going to be in trouble with Mrs. Wendover because I'm taking her out tonight. And I'm going to be late. Yeah. The, the ever-patient Mrs. Wendover, that's all I'm saying as well. Yes, so there, yes. there we go, there we go. Anyway, your mood this evening, I'm sure, will be will be lit up with the very many positives that we can point at today, mainly coming in about the first 50 minutes. What what were your thoughts on, on the game? And what are your thoughts on, uh, on, obviously, the result? And are they different? I thought it was going to be a very different mood of a team's uh, other spaces chat this evening pissed off if I'm honest with you you know you've you've obviously got the got the benefit of replays and so forth but for me you can't if even if it is offside you can't give it that late you can't give it that late 
you know, it's it's bad. That is bad. Uh, Reading didn't want to play football. They're shit. They are shite. They did, Reading weren't here to play football. They were here to kick us up in the air. The ref was too late with yellow cards. Persistent fouling. Uh, it's just Paul Ince, isn't it, uh, uh, Pete? Your mate, Paul Ince. Paul Ince type of team. Niggly, horrible, horrible team with, with very little talent. And we should be knocking them over. We should be knocking what them over. What did you make of our new signings, Greg? What do yeah, you think of I like Portius. Portius, Carl stole my thunder there. I gave him that captain's arm bind on Monday. You know, Cather's great lads and been a great servant, but he's not a dominant, he's a quiet captain type. Porteous, I can see him there organising, shouting, pointing, or give him the armband on Monday and install him as Watford's new long-term captain. I loved him in both boxes. He's dominant. He's exactly what we want. We're able to give the Alan Smart song to him now, uh, even though he comes from Scotland. He's wonderful. We like, you know, he, he is a fabulous, fabulous signing. Fabulous signing. Arouche, I thought, looked absolute quality. His movement was fantastic. As uh, earlier caller said... He was manhandled all afternoon. Uh, I can see him at home being uh, being next week. Next week, I, I can see Arush scoring a few. Yes, it was very apparent that when he and Davis went off, and Davis had a less showy game. You know, he went off, and then you had the penalty, and the combination of the two things meant that we didn't quite have the same movement going forward. Instead, it was being we'll play it through Pedro, and we'll go back to that and hope he can do something again. Yeah. Um, and, and it sort of changed, which which is one of those things. But some positives in there as well. So tell, tell me something, lad, tell me something, lads. In real time, their first shout for a penalty looked more looked a better shout than the one they actually got. What, what can you tell me? On it the, was soft. It, I, I thought it was soft. The one that, that they gave, I don't think there was much in it. To be honest with you, um, the commentary was sort of saying that uh, the guy who went down sort of kicked back on Cathcart and sort of knew what he was doing to win win the the, the penalty. I thought it was soft. To be honest, what about the one that weren't given that looked more of a pen to me. Well, there, there was about nine of those because uh, I was listening <laughs> to the red. I was listening to the Reading commentary and they were calling for everything. They were they were as biased as biased can possibly be. It was a joy, I grant you that. And and at the end, they were claiming that they should have won it. Um, but they there you go. It's one of those. I think Long won the penalty rather than dived. Yeah. There is a difference. And and for those for those football purists who say nobody should go to ground, they should always try and stay on their feet. I get that. But it's it's a little bit naive with the modern game, whereby if you feel a touch and you don't go down, you won't Correct. get a penalty. Um, so so for me, I'd say yes, yes, it was it was good gamesmanship on their on his part to do it. And if uh, you know, I've, I've always liked Long because he'll run forever. He's still quick, even at about the age of fifty seven. And and he. He, he he works well, and he, he's he's streetwise. He's got that that little bit of nous. But we I had agree. forward we had forward options today that that looked reasonable, and I was pleased for uh, for Matthias Martins when his goal went in, and was then staring fairly inexplicably, not because it wasn't offside. Because let's, let's let's first of all put our hands up and go because it was. You know, it was it, it, if if that had gone against us, we'd be sitting here now going, well, why didn't the linesman stick his flag up? It was obvious he was in the line of the keeper and he got a touch. Either or, he should have been given for it. But it's just it's just almost beyond daft that it's Reading with the ghost goal history and then somebody making this, oh, you've celebrated the goal, you've moved away, everything's gone, and then a player comes over and talks to, to, the, to the linesman 
and they changed their mind. Earlier on in the game, there was a moment um, when... I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was one where um, where Kamara had given a free kick away and everybody crowded around the ref and was going, blah, blah, blah. And I sat there and I said it aloud. Don't do not do that. When does a referee ever change his mind? And of course... Correct. 10 minutes later, apparently. So, you know, maybe it's worth Correct. keep going on. And doing things like that, Pete, will encourage players to argue with the referee because they've seen an argument and telling him, get one overturned. Absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely yeah. disgraceful. Any talk around, uh, you know, I haven't, you know, as you know, I'm at the game. Why Espria wasn't in the squad, in the squad today? Uh, no, I haven't seen anything. The only thing that was mentioned was uh, something was thrown, you know, that question was sent across to uh, to Andrew French and he said, well, I think it's possibly to do with homegrown player kind of numbers. Well, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't done the math. I haven't looked at it, but we have seen some people be in and out fairly kind of inexplicably um, before. Yeah, yeah. And it's God, been yeah. down to that. It's been down to that. Normally, whether or not a Koye is in, the fact that Hamer was in, would suggest that the homegrown numbers were, uh, you know, were, were tight already, or rather the non-homegrown players. Understood. Wish just, just anyway, finally, just finally, Ron, Ron, I love you, but now is not the time to get rid of Billick. There you go. There's another. There's another vote. I mean, we don't have to have it every time we uh, a vote on this. Every time we we sort of uh, have a game. Do we sack the manager this year? No, 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 no. That's fine. <laughs> but it's absolutely also all right for people to come on and say whatever they feel on here, because this is the point where you can express your opinion. That's 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 what we've always wanted to have it to be. We've always wanted it to be not about what we're saying, but a barometer of what you're thinking and what you're feeling, uh, because it's your club. It's nobody else's. It's absolutely nobody else's. Well, went over horn. Go and have a great uh, go and have a great evening out there, and uh, and let, let's hope. Mrs. Wendover, uh, he he gets back there in time. In the meantime, let's go across. Let's go across. Rich coming to you and Mal coming to you straight after. We've had a chat with uh, with 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 a regular, and I would love a, a squad number from you, Boyd. Let's go across to Boyd and see how he's feeling today. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Good, I, good, uh, good. I, I watched the game. I think that, yes, whilst there were some positives, uh-huh. Reading were awful. I'm absolutely dreadful. We were coasting at 2-0. Referee was appalling. However, it was offside. So the fact that it took their goalie to go to linesman, well, if it had been the other way around. My my concern is that a lot of people calling for Billich's head. Now, I don't think Billich is doing a good job. I didn't like the fact he played... Uh, Davis deeper doesn't suit him to be deeper. However, when we sack Billich, because we probably will, <laughs> who are you going to get to do better? And when is everybody going to wake up? It's the players, for God's sake. Kamara, the most overrated fullback in the division. Bakuna, waste of space, can't play. Gaspar can't play. Now, in fairness, is that Billich's fault? No. He's got one fit right back at the club. He hasn't got fit midfielders, so he's got to play Bakuna, who wasn't good enough for Reading and Cardiff or whatever. Yeah? Yes, the positive was Arouge looked okay. Okay. And Porteous looks a find. Hmm. But let's not kid ourselves. 
Kamara again was a liability. That's got nothing to do with a manager. It's got nothing to do with a manager. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Bilic is doing a good job. I don't think he's getting the best out of them. But I don't think Pep, Sir Alex, Klopp and the special one all rolled into one could get a tune out of these these players. How many more managers are going to fail? Is um, it just possible it's the players? I, I was going to ask, and uh, but you've, you've absolutely preempted it, a couple of questions. Was was one, um, uh, Jimmy, we had on a couple of weeks ago from the States, and he should be across for the Blackburn game as well, which we're looking forward to thoroughly. One of the things he, he described us as, and he put it beautifully, just said, we are such an emotional team. If we don't get on the front foot of a game, we we kind of, oh, we, we're, we're affected by it. And we got affected by that penalty. Yeah, um, And that, again, it comes down to the character of the players. And I appreciate there's a lot of facets around the, the team and the team dynamic and the players and each player individually, because, you know, technically or going forward or being run at or how they are, psycho- you know, kind of psychologically, all builds into the makeup of a player and all of these cumulatively come into the team. Kamara had about had a had a dazzling kind of 10 minutes in the first half and yes, the guy and, and, and everybody was purring. But he's not the greatest player when being kind of run at a lot of times. And we we discussed this the other the other day. Um and we, we thought that maybe Morris in the back four was was possibly a better option, whereas Kamara gives you natural width covering the byline in if, if you're playing three at the back. Yeah, which but, we he's thought a, one, but he's gone. a poor defender. He's great going forward, Kamara, but he's a poor defender. His positional sense is shocking. He makes rash challenges or today he bottled out one. Yeah. But I, I just don't see it. I, I, I just think he's so over. Both fullbacks are poor, which doesn't help, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And the so midfield, I, I, you know, you haven't got anyone in midfield, have you? Let's be sensible about it. Well, I was I was curious, and I appreciate that Kone was so off the pace at uh, at Middlesbrough that yeah. he might have he might have just been going. No, I'm going to go with experience and hold in the middle, get the ball forward, and let the forwards kind of do a bit of the play. But I was I was going to ask, you know, one, do you think Kone should have come in earlier because exactly Bakuna runs out of steam very quickly, but also, and in in kind of tying into kind of where I was going. Do you think that if we went with a three at the back, and I'm not talking about the three or a four at the back particularly, do you think we should do something to accommodate the the formation so that we have two playing in advance rather than dropping Davis in deep, for example, as we did today? Because we seem to be playing four, two, three, one. And as you say, it meant playing Davis sort of in a strange area where he wasn't able to get back up and kind of support the player. He'd come back and drop deep and then keep the ball, but that was a be about it. Do you think we need to kind of adopt a new formation? Well, possibly, but I think if you look at Kone's last two performances before this game, mm-hmm. he was entitled to be dropped. He wasn't entitled to be in the side. Couldn't agree with you more. As I said, you know, Middlesbrough, he was way off the pace. The oh, game before oh. that was what, Rotherham, where he got taken yeah. off in the uh, at half-time. Yeah, I didn't think against Rotherham he was quite so off the pace as he was against Middlesbrough, but that was clearly the the, the nail in the coffin. I just thought he might have come on a little bit earlier because Bakuna does tend to well not not do an awful lot. But there we go. But there I we think go. The, the problem you've got is Bilic for all his faults. Who is he? Got, who do you want him to play in midfield instead of Bakuna? 
<laughs> that's the problem. You've got an out-of-sorts Kone. You've got a Spreer who's very lightweight, and it, you know, has probably been rushed in too quick. Who are you going to play there? And once again, the owners did what the owners always do. They buy and dealt with who they wanted, not who the manager wanted. Yeah. So one of the things that a lot of people said, uh, last question for you, boy. Thank you, sir, for the call. Great stuff. You're welcome. Um, one of the things that a lot of people said on the, the, the final day of the, the the transfer window was that Watford were, you know, wanting to bring in somebody solid and and big, big kind of leader type in midfield. The players we were kind of ending up being linked to, none of whom came in, were people like Whiteman and uh, Barlasser, who ended up going to, to Middlesbrough, uh, Whiteman's at, uh, at Preston. But the, the two names that ended up getting linked to were Livermore from West Brom and Sissoko potentially coming back in, but the apparently deals couldn't be done. Do you think that was uh, those guys would have been good additions or would it have just been more of the wrong type of uh, midfielder coming in for those? Personally, I think it would have been more of the wrong type. I think Sissoko's days are gone. Uh But I just feel that, as I said, Billich has been dealt not the best hand. However... He's got to look at himself as well. I don't think he's blameless in this. Yep. I think it's it's a combination, isn't it? Players, owners, and Billich. And I, I know people are saying, oh, there were lots of positives today. I don't see it quite as clear as that because I thought for 55 minutes, Reading were abysmal. You know, I don't think it was any big deal to be too nil up. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, there's balance for you, everybody. We don't just have to be uh, going after Billich, quite rightly too. There's also questioning the ownership, there's questioning the players, there's questioning the types of players, and there's questioning the transfer activity that, that's been going on. Have have we recruited well? I think in part we have. I think there were things to take a look at today. Let's go to let's go to another person who was at the game there. Oh, hello. We've we've got in car, we've got Rich WFC two, squad number seven and a half on the move. How was it? Uh, how was it in the uh, in in the SEL stadium then? Yeah, just just made the just made the M four, so going well, going well. <laughs> now I'm frustrated. I but I've enjoyed the game. I'm frustrated with the result. People need to get a bit more positive. That was a better better performance. But when I listen to our friends overseas in America saying that the time is right to get rid of Billich, and especially you, Ron Rupert. Come on, wake up. The person that you've always said is the problem is still the problem, Mr. Pozzo. We do not have the midfield general that Village needs. We've played a game today, again, without a midfield. We're playing Keenan Davis in a central midfield role. What is that all about? Because he's really got nobody else. He's got Chowdhury and Bakuna, who are sloggers, who are ball winners, cannot pass a ball from A to B. We've got nothing. So we had to go long today. And at times, you know, that game at 2-0 was, was going one way, 3-4-0. We were absolutely cruising. And then the corruptness came into the game. What I saw and witnessed from those officials today, and, the, and now I've seen a goalkeeper become a linesman, is absolutely disgraceful. And the young striker up front, the Portuguese lad, wonderful Running, running the diagonals, we could see it from behind the goal, pointing to where he want, but he was assaulted today 
It was disgraceful what their centre-half were doing, and it was the same centre-half that caused the fracas right at the end. How that bloke didn't get a booking in the game is, is beyond me, and I'm, I'm absolutely infuriated with the, um, the officials again. I'm getting sick of it in the Championship, to be honest. Watford did not deserve... Uh, Watford deserved to win that game today. That Reading team are nothing but a bunch of thugs. They are pretty poor. The ground is, uh, is empty. I mean, talk, talk about the grounds that are too big for you. It's never the perfect song. Yeah, it's a white, I mean, it's a white a elephant, isn't it? The Watford team. Yeah, we got rattled by the penalty that I thought was 50-50 harsh, and I understand Long. I know Long. We all know Long. Mm-hmm. He's quite quick to go down. Cathcart got sucked in. But again, that was Kamara messing about, but frustration there. But let's just remember, Bilic was not backed with the midfield player that he needed. He is patching up a midfield. We've got superb attacking players. Fair play to Sar today. I thought he was excellent. The young lad up front was excellent. I'm not a fan of Martins at the minute. Yeah, he scored the goal that was disallowed. I, he's got a long, a long way to go, in my opinion. He, he flattered to deceive, that's for sure. But uh, and I'm, and let's have a big hat off to the new centre half. I mean, there is a centre half that attacks the ball, that leads. He's probably a bit young. I think it's probably a little bit early to be captain. He will be captain. No shred, shred of advice. I mean, the bloke was magnificent. His goal, if you watch YouTube, he scored hundreds of those types of goals. Magnificent goal. And he led the led the back brilliantly, and he was excellent in both boxes. So that is a huge plus. We've probably given ourselves too much to do until we get loser in that midfield. And God, God forbids, you know, we've got nobody else. Cleverly, maybe with his legs, then then Billich is playing with one arm up his back. And just so you know, for you guys overseas again, most of the away fans were singing Slav's name for a good percentage of the game. I think that says everything anybody needs to know about who the problem is at Watford, and it ain't Village. But fair play, Watford. I'm going home. I'm fed up. We haven't won the game, but I'm not down. I'm positive. There is something there, and um, I think the young lad up front's going to score a few goals for us. We've got to work out where Davis fits in into this, and um, there's there's still positives to go to come along. We've, somehow we're still in those playoff positions. God knows how, but we are. So let's kick on. Stop being negative. Be positive and move forward because the players are there and get behind Billich because he knows what he's doing, even if those in the boardroom haven't got an effing clue. Lovely stuff, Rich. One question Thanks, one question before you go. Would you like to see us go two up top? Please tell me I ain't gone. No. <laughs> Rich, are you there still? Is it gone? What does it say down there? Uh, well, Rich, Rich, is, Rich is worrying about where he's going and et cetera, and quite right too. Quite right too. Let's uh, let's quickly add in uh, let's add in Mal to see what Mal thought of the day. Mal, how are you doing, sir? Hi, Peter. Yeah, not too bad. Bit oh. disappointed with the results, but a draw. And, and we're going to be, aren't we? I mean, you know, you're two nil up. You are, you know, and, and I'm not. I'm not sitting there going trying to be, be be clever about it. But we we were cruising, as we were saying there. And I I say that as somebody who was listening to the Reading commentary say. My God, we're awful. We're dreadful. You know, they're absolutely all over us. And thinking at one point, going, this could be, this could be four or five, and then them kind of get back into the game. We, it's natural to be disappointed at that stage. Of course it is. Of course it is. But again, as we, as I said to everybody else, it's it's after the transfer window. Lots of people have been saying about you know not getting that midfielder in has cost us. Uh, what what did you think about the, uh, the 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 day and the moments that uh, that that kind of changed the game? The new signings, I thought, did did well. Happy with Porteous. 
He's uh, he looks he's going to be useful for us. I would like Village to get them players on a training session of passing the ball to a decent positioned Watford player because our passing was awful today. Yeah, we we do tend to kind of just. Um... Uh, as I've tended to say, you know, you you can drill a ball and trust the player's touch at the end. You know, how good a player's touch is is how well they cushion the ball and how they cushion the ball in the direction they want to go. Well, you can have the greatest touch and know how to cushion the ball in the right direction. If the ball's five yards to the left of you uh, or you're running forward and the ball's behind you, then everything comes to a screaming halt. And yeah, the, the, the passing, especially in from the centre, wasn't great today. I didn't think uh, Ch- Chowdhury's not known for his passing. He's, he's known for, you know, covering the ground and getting stuck in and there's no falling in for that. But I, I personally thought from that particular side, it wasn't the greatest. What were your thoughts on Saar? You know, we, we, we seem to be thinking this was possibly one of his, one of his better performances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was quite pleased with him because uh, to be honest with you, I was a bit, bit doubtful after the didn't get the move in the transfer window, I wondered if he was going to sort of like down tools a little bit. But yeah, he um, he put a good shift in. Uh, like I say, the new lads done really well. Um, just just so disappointed with our uh, passing. Yeah, we kind of got sucked back in. We'd made the subs and nothing quite nothing quite clicked up front as it had done. Yeah. The, the lad, the lad um, uh, Arosh, uh, uh, we'll, we'll find out one day how to pronounce that name. Yeah. We really will. I, I thought, and it'd be interesting to see what you thought, I thought his movement meant that we had a, a ball. We were able to play a lot more directly in terms of, you know, playing and covering the ground and getting the ball in behind a lot more than when he got taken off. And it's not a criticism of, of, of anything because the game sort of changed. But I thought that, that that sort of movement gave us the option to to play the ball. And he went offside a couple of times, of course. But a lot of the time he was, he was, you know, kind of really causing them some some problems and being able to hold it up. But we didn't seem to get enough support in the middle, especially. What would you think about going two up front? Do you think that's a good idea or do you think it's, you know, kind of just stick as we are and just kind of build on what we've got but improve the passing? Yeah, we could try the two up top, just, you know, even if it's just for a couple of games to see how it goes. But, yeah, it is runs through, well, especially with the Sar goal. You know, it's, um, it's a lovely ball where when he ran through and put it across back yep. to Sar. He done really well. Um, Davis, I, I don't think I didn't know he was on the pitch after time. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, well out of, well out of the pace and out of position and that. But there again, like like you say, we didn't get a midfield proper midfielder in the window. And was Billich really happy with what what we did sign? in position wise uh, well he's he's going to come out and say he obviously he is because you know that's what, what every manager says to the club but mm. we know that he came out and he said I wanted a forward I wanted a midfielder and I wanted a, a winger yeah. um, and, and that that was once we'd already signed Martins because he was signed long ago waiting for him to kind of decide whether or not he was a new Danese or Watford player um, and and we, we bought in Britta Sompolonga and you know <laughs> you know we were sort of reviewing uh, all of the players that came in and uh, and Britt got a got a <laughs> got a got a number of unfavorable reviews but he is a man, you know he's a championship striker who has in the past done well but I didn't think we saw quite the same movement but the one thing we absolutely lacked was that midfield general who you know we just didn't see come in which was a, which was a shame which was a shame but hey, yeah. 
But there we go. There we go. Yeah. We go again for uh, uh, for, ne- for next week, uh, the Blackburn game. But of course, in the meantime, we've got the youth team playing in the FA Youth Cup against Arsenal at home on Monday at kickoff seven o'clock. So uh, if anybody is uh, in close proximity to uh, Vicarage Road, try and get down there for, for Monday. I imagine that'd be a bit of a schlep for you there, Mal. Yeah, it would be. It's, it's late, to, uh, late today. Um, didn't go today to the game, um, obviously distance-wise. And also it's Mrs W's 50th uh, this weekend. So um... <laughs> Ma- your 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 life is, is yeah, that it's, it, you don't you don't want to take that one in your hands absolutely no. all right Mal. well well you'll be able to watch it i'm sure on the hive live or the what yep. youtube account which is what they're doing with the youth team game so uh we, yep. we will see and we'll catch up after that no doubt yep. um and look forward to seeing you hopefully at the uh, the blackburn game next week yeah yeah and uh, i love the um podcast part too brilliant good, <laughs> a really good laugh well that's 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 what we're here to try to be it's at least everybody come together have a laugh about it if it's if it's good it's good if it's not it's not but you know hey oh there we go It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.